sports story everyone's talking about today is just moments away. So call or text us right now at 573-875-KTGR and make your voice heard. This is The Big Show with Andy and Brendan on KTGR. We're going to argue about that eventually, I think, Andy and I, because I think I would have Jaden Daniels number one as well on my NFL draft big four. We got time. It's just combine week, but I don't know if Andy's going to see that the same way. Anyway, welcome back into the big show. Andy and Brendan with you here today. And because it's leap day at 525, we will go through the best sports leaps draft. Andy and I will go head to head, and this is probably one of the weirder drafts we will have ever done. Some of your favorite sports leaps in history, 573-875-KTGR. Text in because I'm kind of looking for some inspiration here. But coming up in a few minutes, we're going to talk about this college football playoff committee that is gaining steam on a 14-team playoff. I know what you're thinking. Didn't they just go to 12 teams and we haven't actually seen that play out yet? Yeah, you're right. And yet they're talking about going to a 14-team version and in a way that is absolutely Stupid. There's no other way to put it. So we'll get to that in just a couple of minutes. But first, we got to do this because it's 5 o'clock. It's time for the top five at five on the big show. Number one. You want to trade away for curtain number one? You can have curtain one. Yeah, it's yet again the same type of game from Mizzou basketball. They fight hard. They are close in the second half, but they eventually cannot finish the job. And it happened again last night as they lost at Florida 83-74. to It's now 15 consecutive losses for Mizzou men's basketball, extending a program record, and not the record you kind of want to be extending either. And they're guaranteed to finish last in the SEC standings this year. So three more regular season games left, and really the only thing you're fighting for is just one win. You do have a really good chance this weekend against uh, Ole Miss on Saturday. Ole Miss has not been playing well. It's the rally for Ryan game. Mizzou usually gets up for that but it looks like one of your only good chances for the rest of the season. So I think the Tigers really need to take advantage of that. Number two. Number two. Your timing is impeccable. If you were hoping that Mizzou women's basketball was going to give much better optimism for this season, well, no, bad news there too. Nine straight losses for them. Their season's dwindling down as well. Only two regular season games left. Their final home game is tonight against Vanderbilt. They are trying to not finish last in the SEC standings. It's still possible they, they could finish 13th ahead of Georgia, but they're probably going to have to win this one tonight and hope that Georgia doesn't win uh, their next game uh, coming up this evening. Tigers and Commodores tip off at 7 p.m. at Missouri Arena, 645 pregame start here on KTGR. Number three. The college football playoff committee, whoever is in charge of uh, expanding it or or setting the parameters of it, can we just watch the 12-team bracket play out first before we expand to 14 teams? I know there's a deadline coming up. There's TV money involved and everything like that. But it looks like for 2026, this committee wants to see a 14-team bracket with several automatic qualifiers. I believe the Big Ten and the SEC would each get three AQs. There would be two automatic qualifiers for some of the other power conferences, I believe Big Ten and ACC, and then very few at-larges. 
I really don't like that. We're going to discuss it in a few minutes. Number four. Oh, oh I shanked it. Patrick Mahomes today had a little bit of fun with the NFL Network. Of course, the NFL had fun with him with the 40 time that was a little bit lacking for him in 2017, and they overlaid it with some defensive tackles and compared there. Mahomes, <laughs> he, he poked and prodded the NFL Network, but he gave him the idea too. So, Mahomes, you kind of got what he asked for there. Number five. EA Sports didn't realize that they didn't program their WRC game for league day, so everybody got locked out of the game. That's the Big Show's Top 5 at 5 on KTGR. 875-KTGR if you want to call or text us here on the show. Sorry to the the racing, what was it, the World Racing? It's World Rally Championships. World Rally Championships. Rally car. Video game, yeah, something like that. Yeah, it, I didn't get to. I can't say I'm an expert on it. But it sounds I, like you're not. No. Yeah, admittedly so. But uh, there could be uh, there could be some problems going forward if they don't uh, make those updates for well, the sure, next every four year. years. I mean, every four years they or so, be right there's a leak day. Yeah, they gotta make sure. Put a sticky note on the board. Remember to program the game for leap day. That's going to get shuffled past like 50 different papers, whoever's in charge of it. It's probably not going to be probably not going to be at EA anymore. I can't it's imagine the hands. is too large for World Rally <laughs> yeah, I don't know. chasing or whatever you, you said. <laughs> the it one was. guy who was in charge of World Rally Championships uh, forgot to, uh, to program the game, unfortunately. And then the seven dudes that still play it were pissed. Yeah, man. I know. They were really mad. Enough to where it was a news story today out there somewhere. So yeah. I mean, there is that. But maybe that maybe it's a big popular game. I don't know. I've never heard I, of it. Though. Again, I couldn't tell you anything more from that either. Eight seven five KTGR. If you want to call or text us, let's quickly go to LJ here on the KTGR hotline. LJ, what's up? How are you guys today? What's up, LJ? Oh, not much. I, I just a couple of comments on the you know the men's basketball season. I know it's been frustrating and. And all that, but I had, like many, probably been in and out watching it. But last night, I did notice that something that that I think, other than you know, got to reload with talent. In that game against Florida, they seemed to have some success running zone the zone defense, and then all of a sudden, Florida figured it out. And then I think what the, the game, the, the, where the game got away from, them is Missouri didn't quickly adjust. It appears that Coach Gates is letting some of his assistants do some of the game scheming and planning, and I think that's a good idea in a season like this. But that last night where they, they kind of were in the game like they've been, and the zone defense worked, and then Florida started using two in the post, and we we just we, we should have switched out of it about four or five possessions earlier because they got about four or five dunks in a row. And, I again, I didn't watch every minute diligently but we were in we were in that hunt and then it's like we got got stagnant we were scoring which is unusual down that part of the game seemed like we weren't having trouble but then we just we just didn't seem to adjust and that along with being under talented we i don't know what we need to do on the coaching staff but it appears to me that there's there's a little lack of x's and o's in there um, that I think the previous coach suffered from as well, if you want our perspective on that. But yeah. I, I don't know what others others thought. But I thought we, you know, again, what does a victory mean now? I, you know, I don't know, right? But, you know, you were in the hunt. They're playing hard. And then it just seemed like scheme-wise, we got stuck. And, and we should have come out of that zone defense. And anyway, that's just 
few thoughts. Yeah, I uh, appreciate it, LJ, here on the Big Show, KTGR and KTGR.com. I think it's uh, – it, you can think that it's more X's and O's or Jimmy's and Joe's. I think, again, you that kind of takes out the thought, though, of the mental aspect of this. This is 15 straight losses, and every single every time that losing streak grows, it gets harder to get that monkey off your back. And so there, there's that aspect of it too. I think it's it could be partially that. I don't. I'm not going to say X's and O's for sure is the is the main factor there, or or whatever adjustments are there too. But again, depth is a huge issue, and when you don't have uh, the guys behind uh, again, whatever your starting lineup is, whatever your best five is, to give other players a spell, especially defensively, which is where the struggle has been. It's, it's where Mizzou has not been able to make up the difference over the last few games or so. It's it, when you don't have the energy or the guys to turn to to make sure that you're not losing ground on a lead or losing ground on a margin when you're trying to come back as often as they have had to, then you just. It, your frontline guys lose steam, and that is where you suffer on the defensive end. So I, I think it's more about just just energy level with those guys sometimes, more so than this guy's not in the right place here or there, things like that. Yeah, but I do think that there is something to be said for uh, adjustments, and even at times last year when Mizzou was obviously really, really good, I, I had the feeling in certain games that, that Dennis was a little slow to make adjustments, but it's hard to critique that this year when you just know that there's such a, a deficit, I think, of top-end talent and a deficit of depth to be able to, to keep the energy and the pace up. So I, I'm not as inclined to to harp on that, but I think it is something that's going to matter that when they get the roster in place, those are going to be things that, yeah, you do want to see adjustments because you can tell watching the game on TV when, oh, yeah, Florida has made that adjustment back to you and you have to now make a shift and decide where to go. But when you're dealing with attrition to, to the the health and energy level of the guys on the floor, and then you kind of know where you are from a talent perspective, it can be difficult to pinpoint any one thing and say, oh, yeah, we need to, we need to make this adjustment. Because you also have to have the players that can then go and execute that adjustment after you make it. So, again, there's, there's a multitude of issues. And the fact that they all have arisen at the exact same time is why Mizzou is where they are. So... I just I, hopefully they can overcome it for this just one time and make sure that fans don't have to endure a winless SEC season. But again, I can't predict it to happen. I'm, I said before that I'm not going to predict them to win another game until I actually see it. So there's that. We'll see if it happens. 875-KTGR. Call or text us. We'll give away some Como Man Show tickets at 520, so be listening in for that. But my goodness, Brendan, we're already talking about it. There have been indications of this last week when they came out with the format officially and they met in Dallas last week, I believe on Wednesday, and said, okay, what about 14 teams in the college football playoff? Maybe we can expand to that. And and look, it, it would happen as early as 2026, which means if it if they got what they wanted, the people pushing this model, that would mean – just two years of the 12-team format that, Brendan, we pretty much like. Right? I do, yes. <laughs> the only thing I have a problem with is the automatic qualifiers staffing one through four in the seeds. Like, to get rid of that. But uh, other than that, I'm, I'm fine with them getting automatic qualifiers for the conference champions, the five highest-ranked ones, and then a bunch of at-larges. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Five plus seven. It works. And what I don't understand is who's pushing for an alternative 
because if you're the SEC in the Big Ten, and again, I, I believe it was Ross Dellinger that wrote pretty extensively about this proposal. It's not something that's imminently going to happen, at least the version of it that we're going to talk about today. But like, it does seem they're moving toward 14 and then figuring out from there exactly what the alignment of those 14 is going to be. But it doesn't make any sense to me from a Big Ten and SEC perspective to limit how many either of those conferences can get in on a given year because I think three is going to be a given most years for those conferences and then anything else is going to be gravy. I just It doesn't make any sense to me to do a, a scenario for the two conferences that would be the most powerful in the sport to say, yeah, we'll stick to three only and we'll devote well, a guaranteed two to the Big 12 and the ACC, which would make absolutely no sense from yeah. year to year, in my opinion. Well, that, I don't think it wouldn't mean that, that that one of their teams couldn't get in at large. Like, they could still have four, maybe even five. Fair enough. But you're right. You're just handing, essentially, two more automatic qualifier spots to the uh, – or really, if you think about it, four more. If you're thinking the, the SEC from their side, we're giving four spots to these other conferences. From the Big Ten side, we're giving four bids to these other conferences, two of them going to the SEC, who they don't care about, but they're you know, they're the two biggest. I um, think it's two. I think it's the Big 12 and the ACC getting a second team that makes this not yes. worse, personally. Right. But, I mean, it's just to only have three at-larges – I think it ruins the spirit of this. It really does ruin right? the spirit of it. It does. I just don't see the angle. I do not see the angle for for the Big 12 and the – pardon me, for the, the Big 10 and the SEC to draw it up that way. I guess it's like, all right, you're guaranteed the three each year, and that's cool. But I just can't imagine many years that you wouldn't get that anyway if you're the SEC. Maybe the Big 10 would like it because they're going to have Ohio State and Michigan most years. You bring in the, the Pac-12 schools that are going to join that are pretty formidable. So you figure they should be able to get to three most years as well. I, is this like a – and again, this isn't anything that's being finalized, but is this even on the table because you look at it from the SEC and Big Ten perspective of like we don't want the committee to end up screwing us on a given year by lowering the third team because, you know, there's going to be beating up on each other from a conference perspective. So are you just worried about the committee doing you dirty in a given year? Like, what would be the upside other than just, I guess, keeping the peace? Because to me, a three-versus-two split is not good enough if I'm an SEC football fan, and I am. I think that's ludicrous. It just, uh, we're ruining a good thing before we even know that we, what it looks like. And I, I think with the the fact that, look, it maybe gives more of a chance for, the top two teams to get more of an advantage against some of these others. But at the same time, I mean, why does the ACC deserve this? Why does the Big 12 deserve this? You're still getting the group of five champ in, too. And then there's only three at-larges. The reason why the playoff was expanded in the first place was so that there could be more more access, more parity, Maybe not parity, but just uh, more ability to get the teams that uh, that clearly have the ability to win the national championship, but are being shut out because you can't 
necessarily say only the two top teams are really willing or, or deserving of it. More access for the best teams. More That's access by and large for what the it is. best teams. And how can you have, first of all, how can you even have a college football playoff committee that votes on these sorts of things when you're just segmenting it off? Oh, this conference this gets this many. This conference gets that many. I mean, this is almost like bowl season. Like, we're just going to go off of the the standings pretty much. I mean, it wouldn't be standings. They'd still have their rankings, and it would be uh, whoever the committee thinks are the best SEC teams as opposed to just what the standings look like. But this is what it feels like. Like, it almost feels like just the tie-in uh, process of how we pick bowls. And I don't want that to be this. Like, it's so stupid. No, it, 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 maybe that is what it is, Andy. Maybe that's part of what this would end up being is – we could say more bowls are a part of it. Like it's, it is stupid and it's not the idea of opening up the access. And I agree that you you would end up with some scenarios that deserving teams more so than the second place finisher in an ACC or a big 12. Like you'd be talking about a 14 team playoff where, yep, Louisville didn't really beat anybody all year, but I guess they were second best in the, in the ACC. So, you know, they're in, like what? What do they need to be in the playoff for in this past year? As as the example of what we're talking about. Well, it and makes again, absolutely why, no sense. And why would conference championship games matter anymore? For they would any they, of these conferences. They would stop playing them. There's no other way to do it other than to stop playing them yeah. because teams would be in an uproar. Imagine if you were in that. Let's say you were in that spot where there were I don't know. Uh, there's a 12 and 0 team or like an 8 and 0 SEC team i guess 9 and 0 when they go to a nine game schedule and then there's a cu- there's a couple at 8 and 1 but there's a a head to head there that's going to determine who gets to play in the SEC championship game okay so you're going to be rewarded by basically tying for second in your conference then playing and losing a conference championship but the reward to play in that championship you only garnered because of beating the other team you were tied with head-to-head. That's the reason you got to play the extra game. But when you lose that extra game, now you're bumped below the team that you may have beaten head-to-head. Yep. And suddenly you're on that borderline of, well, was there another team in, in SEC play that was, are we going to get the, the spot or not? Like, it's just too convoluted. It makes it absolutely disincentivized to even play these conference championship games to the extent that I would be surprised if they would keep them under this format. Yeah, it's too cer- convoluted. It's certainly ridiculous. not for the ACC and the Big 12. Like, it, there is no incentive for them anymore because they get it. Because, again, that second team only only gets that second bid if their loss in the S or in the ACC or Big 12 championship keeps them in second. Doesn't vault the, or, or doesn't drop them below. Yeah, whoever would benefit from not playing that weekend. Which would be in the event of a tie for second, record-wise. Yes. And, and the, the tiebreaker on that in many events is going to be head-to-head. And I would hope that the committee then looks at that and says, well, they got to the they got to the championship game, let's not drop them past this team. But then you're backing yourself into a corner as the committee. Like, you've completely changed your criteria all of a sudden. It's so convoluted, all to basically, and I, and I get player safety matters, but maybe part of the thought process is to not have the conference championship games because we talked about how many games it would take for a national champion team to play that conference championship game, and then maybe you don't get the bye if you were a 12-0 and who loses that conference title game. Now that you're the five seed yeah. in the 12-team format, you're playing an extra game to get to the 
So, like, it, yeah, those games can certainly add up, but I don't think this is the solution to make it way more convoluted than what we had previously of people arguing over who should be the fourth spot and getting upset if it's not their team based on criteria that's not all consistent. Now you're going to have that across basically every conference. That's not a solution that makes any sense at all to me. I get why the SEC might want to lock up its bids. Get why the Big Ten. I certainly get why the Big 12 and the ACC would. But I think it's, and hopefully this is one that doesn't happen because the AC or the SEC and Big Ten look at it and say, we're not really getting enough here. We're, we're leaps and bounds better than these other conferences. This is a last-ditch effort to keep those conferences in existence, and I don't, think it, I don't think we need that. I think we need to accept what's happening. You've allowed the market to move this much to reshape these conferences. Don't then prop them up by giving these lesser programs the secondary path into automatic qualifier path into the playoff. It would, be, it would not be good for the sport at all. College Football Playoff Management Committee is thinking about expanding to 14 teams now. Before we've even expanded to 12, give us your thoughts. 875-KTGR. Let's go to Old Jay here on the KTGR hotline. Old Jay, what's up? Okay. So first off, Blues have lost five out of six. That's almost all the games they've played after the All-Star game. Kind of bad timing for that All-Star break. And boy, isn't... uh, Man, I'm so glad we got rid of Chief because, you know, he was the issue. Um, way to go Armstrong. Second of all, as far as the basketball game last night, I think the one thing I thought was kind of concerning, and maybe you guys can help me out, did I see Shaw played 16 minutes and didn't have an attempt, a field goal attempt? I mean, that's worrisome to me when a guy plays that much and doesn't at least try to shoot it. Now, he did get to the free throw line. He went three or four at the line, so there's that. Yeah, but I just, I don't know. I there's just there's so many little things I see on this team and I just I, I don't get. But as far as it's for, let's just go back to BCS. Let's just I just want to go back to BCS. Uh, I couldn't okay. disagree more. Well, I couldn't disagree more. Well, That's okay, terrible. okay. The, 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 I can I can get on board with the selection of the teams with the BCS model, but not the number of teams that are allowed to play for a championship. Right, but um, but the thing I, I don't like is about is, is because I feel like if you're going to have a Big Ten and they get three automatic people, it's going to be Michigan, Ohio State, and then one of the new people. Because that's – and this is, I think, is actually going to just – is going to keep from teams uh, playing harder out of conference because they want the wins. They need Absolutely. the wins. They want the win total. Hold. They Absolutely. want the win total. Yep. And you're going to see a lot of Alabama versus UMass games, and you're going to be like, why are they – oh, wait, they want the win. And I I don't like it. I I want them. I want the encouragement of harder games, not easy wins. Because it, it, it to me it kind of ruins college football when you have these. And oh, Jaden Daniels. I would take Jaden Daniels over Kay Williams just because of the the uh, type of defenses that Jaden was playing against and what he was doing. Because yeah, there's just something about Pac. 12 versus SEC defenses, you know, miles above. Sure, uh, yeah, and we'll get to that, I think, maybe not today, but okay, we'll, we'll talk about it tomorrow, Brendan. How about that? Well, I, I mean, appreciate I, the call, Jay, here on the big show. It doesn't even need to be this week. The draft is in, is in what, April? So we're going to have sure, some time. we'll have plenty of time. But I just think it's interesting that, again, you had a guy who was the Heisman Trophy winner. I get that Caleb Williams had one, too. But Jaden Daniels just did this, and I would agree against better defense by and large. And he was 
just incredibly explosive in so many regards that I wonder why it's not more of a conversation. Maybe it will be, but yeah, we'll, we can we can continue to circle the wagons on that as the draft approaches. All right, well, we'll see. Eight seven five KTGR. If you want to call or text us here on the show, we're talking uh, college football playoff. The powers that be are talking about fourteen teams now being let in, and all these automatic qualifiers for the SEC, the Big Ten. And uh, and even for the ACC and the Big 12, they would get two each, and there would only be three at-larges available for a 14-team playoff instead of seven at-larges with the 12. What are we doing, people? 875-5847 if you want to call or text us. But before we get to our best sports leap draft, I didn't say that right, best sports leaps draft, that's coming up next in honor of Leap Day. Brendan and I will go to head-to-head and try to pick the best sports leaps in history. But before that, we're giving you a chance to go to the Como Man Show. This, or not this Saturday, next Saturday, March 9th at the Northeast Event Center on the Boone County Fairgrounds. A great expo every single year. Uh, you can go and find some great food, some great power sports, uh, some great uh, lawn care, uh, all kinds of great booths so you can go and check out games, prizes, We'll be out there. You can go and meet uh, me over there. You can uh, check out some great stuff. The Como Man Show, Saturday, March 9th at the Northeast Event Center. Caller number three gets a pair of tickets to the Como Man Show. 573-875-KTGR. That's 875-5847. Caller three gets a pair of tickets to the Como Man Show next Saturday. We've got our best sports leaps draft coming up next. Here on the Big Show. Don't miss it with Andy and Brendan. You're listening to the Big Show Podcast on KTGR.com. Oh, yes, it's time now for the Big Show Best Sports Leaps Draft. It is Leap Day today, in case you hadn't noticed. Yeah, congratulations on the extra day. I hope. I, was there anybody out there who maybe said, hey, I should get paid a little bit extra today because technically I'm, I'm not paid for this day. It's an extra day on the calendar. I don't think that's right. I think it. most pay scales are done by the week. So I don't. Yeah, I don't but if think, you if you lengthen that out and then you've got you know another extra day in there, there should be a little bit. Extra, I don't think that's. that's I don't think that tracks. I think it it's all a of week. a sudden pops up on the calendar once every no, four years or so. No, but it's still Thursday, right? Like I just think I don't think that tracks. Oh, okay. I'm going to challenge yeah. the math on that a little bit, uh, just a little bit. Well, I mean, there's a little bit of a math discrepancy. It is. I don't think so. Fair, Friday okay. will come just Fine. the same I'm as just it the does man of the people. I'm just trying to get everybody uh, <laughs> okay. what they're worth. You know. I appreciate the effort. I really do. But uh, in honor of Elite Day, the best sports leaps. You know, famous midair moments in sports, uh-huh. of course. This or, could be physical or figurative. All right. I mean, right? this is you could uh, a leap that a team might make from one year to the next, perhaps. Yeah. I don't know. Sure. This, is, this will have been the dumbest draft that we ever did. I'm curious how many rounds we can get out of this sucker, though, because I've got a sure. couple. Like, once I started thinking about it, I was able to come up with a decent big board. So I'm kind of thinking that there's a chance here that I do okay in this. We'll see. Okay. Well, uh, well I guess we could maybe flip a coin to decide who goes first instead of you, the whole you random got, You got a coin? I mean, you can you can ask your phone to flip a coin for you nowadays. <laughs> well, I wasn't like, prepared to do it. Here, you can here. do it if you want to. No, here's what we got. I got okay. this water bottle cap. You see? Okay. I do you see want it. it. You want it side up or side 
down. Brim up or brim down? Is that what you're saying? What's the brim? Is that the top? That's the that's the side that's sticking out. The the not the flat side. Do but you the, want this thing upside down or like it would be if it were on your bottle? That's going to be the way we frame it. Upside Which one down. You? I'm going to go upside down. So you on want the it like cap. yes? Yeah, you yeah, want it like the way this. that you're okay. holding it there. Yes. All right, I'm going to flip right. it onto my keyboard. All if right. you did win, it landed as such. Okay. So, All right. so I'll go first. You we'll, go first. We'll snake this. We'll go four rounds. I think we can get four rounds. I don't think this. we need to snake it. Let's just go back and forth. Oh, you just want to go back and forth? Okay, it's okay. All right. All right. Like I lost Sounds the coin flip. I'm good with it. Okay. All right. Well, uh, four rounds of the best sports leaps, and I am glad that I got the first pick. I know, because there's an obvious one, isn't there? Well, I mean, I'm thinking of an obvious one, but there could be different schools of thought here. Okay, so The leap that I'm going with is the Michael Jordan free throw. Yep, that was the freaking 1-1 if there ever was. Yeah, that's mine. Michael Jordan. Oh, oh, the free throw dunk. Free throw line dunk. Okay, I'm not going to do this, but I thought for sure Michael Jordan in Space Jam is absolutely the best leap. He had dudes on his back trying to drag him down. Are we, are we and then going he with made okay. his arm like 30 feet long? Are you kidding me? That's got to be but, the. But it's real, li- real life. He had the free throw line one in the dunk you contest. Said, Andy, you said sports history. You don't think he. Like what? It, it actually happened. History. He beat the Monstars. Okay. He saved the Looney Tunes from having to go to another planet and be enslaved to play basketball for the rest of their existence. You want that for Bugs Bunny? I'm going to give you a chance. If you, I mean, I really think the Space Jam one is more impressive, personally. I mean... I'm going to take it if you don't. I will give you a chance, though, if you didn't think we were including whatever you consider to be fictional leaps. But for me... I, it's on. It's on my big board. It was my one-one. We had the same athlete, just maybe a different. But different context. dunks. <laughs> different dunks. So you go ahead. So I'm going the one that up. happened in real life and 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 inspired the the go Jordan logo that has gone go generational for, for, okay. for Nike. Nike has taken that and run with it. And they have. every single one of the owners of Nike don't have to worry about <laughs> money for the rest of their lives because oh, of Michael you. Jordan's 1987 dunk contest dunk where okay. he leapt from the free throw line and dunked it. So I, I'm going to go with that. I'll go, go with, with that. It. Go ahead. That on I'll your take what board. actually happened. You can go with the fake stuff. Go ahead. My answer for my first round pick will be Michael Jordan's Space, space Jam dunk is all you got to put, and they'll know what I'm talking about. No, I know. Okay. So we're just go. We both have a Michael Jordan. We both moment. have a Michael Jordan dunk. I'm actually like, based on this. We're, we're even, I think. Right. I now. didn't anticipate this. I could go five rounds now if we really want to, because I, I that was yeah, a freebie I mean, basically. You're sure. scared. You're on your heels. All right. You no, go, I'm yeah. not on my heels. No, what are you talking your, about? You're a little bit on your heels. I got the better Michael Jordan dunk. No, you, you didn't. Know it. Like, That's my it's concern. even. Like both. There were going to be Michael <laughs> Jordan fans out there. That see this, that see these two dunks as the same thing. Pretty Space much. Jam dunk better. I'm just saying, people uh, are the people are going to respect. Yeah, without it. computer generation, it wouldn't have happened. Okay. <laughs> Whoa! I'm I just I'm get, just telling the truth, man. That's all I'm doing. We get MJ on the show and see what he has to yeah, say. Yeah, okay, okay, let's okay. do it. All right. Second round. You Second go ahead. Second round. Mizzou leaping from the Big Twelve to the SEC. Damn it! All right, that's good. That can take that off my big board. Yep. And you got the Mizzou related one too, so that's tough. I've got another Mizzou one, but I don't think it hits as hard anymore. So okay, that's a bummer. Um, I'm there's no risk of you taking this one. Like I don't think there's any risk of it, given some certain circumstances of Andy's life. 
but I'm just going to go ahead and see if I'm doing this appropriately and go with this. In the air, deep left center field. Edmonds on the run. Dives and he's got it. Oh, the... This is uh, 2004 NLCS. Okay. NLCS, the leaping grab by Jim Edmonds as the Cardinals, uh, you know, they didn't win the World Series in 04, but they uh, they won that game, beat your Astros. So there was no risk of you picking this, but you can go with 2004 Game 7 NLCS Jim Edmonds catch. Okay. That'll be my second pick. Well, I mean, again, that's a, that's a good pick for you. I... I That'll play well, I think. Might be a good pick for the KTGR listeners. We'll see. You know what I think will also be a good pick for the KTGR <laughs> listeners? Uh-oh, what do you got? Round three. Ozzie Smith backflip, baby. No! Oh, you son of a biscuit eater. That's Who can mm. play at that game, buddy? We are pandering our butts off right now. But yeah, we are. <laughs> you might have done it better than me. You can't have the wizard. That's cheating. No, it's oh not, baby. Gosh. That stinks. You leave I'm the wizard a- to me, I'll take him. I might have to double up on Cardinal stuff, man. Okay, that's brutal. That's Andy. You might have just, you might have just, you might have just done it. I mean, yeah. Here we go. I've got another fun Cardinals moment that I'll draft in the in, in my third round pick here. Queuing up the audio. Let's see if, how quick it you're able to name this one because it may okay. not come to you right away. All right. Three, two, pitch, and a fly ball, deep left. Ozuna back scan. Uh, one second, I messed Uh-oh. it up. Oh, you no. need a little louder? Let me try it again. Yeah, a little bit louder for us. Okay. 3-2 pitch. And a fly ball. Deep left. Ozuna backscales the wall. And it drops. <laughs> you know, you're not going to catch the ball anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, when Marcelo Ozuna... The Marcelo Ozuna... In April of 2019, scaled the wall on a fly ball by a uh, Kike Hernandez of the Dodgers, and he thought it was going to be a home run, but it landed like at the front of the warning track. And on the call there, Dan McLaughlin continues to says, and now Ozuna is hurt. I don't think he was hurt. I think his, his pride was hurt a little bit. Yeah. So he laid on the ground for a little while. But I'm going to go with the comedic angle because you took the wizard and that was really savvy. I did not. I overlooked it and that was a mistake. But I'll go with Ozuna leap. Failed at the wall field. catch. Failed wall catch. All right. Leap scales the wall, doesn't come down with it. Okay. All pretty right. funny moment. It, but, was, uh, it was very funny. Uh, had, to, had to include it. <laughs> it was it was a good. Uh, for those who know, they know that that that's a good pick. Uh, all right, one more for both of us uh, in our best sports leaps draft. And I am shocked that it lasted this long, but I'm very happy that it lasted this long. This is. I really think this is a Uh-oh. very nice finishing touch to my team. We're going with Bo Jackson making the catch and then scaling the wall Aww. as a Kansas City Royal. Man, you've got Mizzou pandering, Royals pandering, and Cardinals pandering. I got it all, baby. To go with Michael Jordan. That is going to be tough to beat. Yep. That is going to be really tough to beat. Yep. Uh, and, like, so with my last pick, I'm not going to go Bobby Orr in the 1970 Stanley Cup final because he beat the Blues, right? Like, that's not yeah, right. our, our listenership maybe interested in blues hockey not wanting to think about that i did have on my list 
uh, the jump around tradition in college football. Okay. I don't, I don't think that's what I... I'm, I'm stuck between picking that with my Mr. Irrelevant here in the Lambeau Leap. I don't know if people would hold Lambeau Leap against okay. me because it's, it's a Packers thing, but that's like a pretty famous... I mean, that is the most that's famous a, that, thing yeah. with the word leap in it. Yeah. So I think I'm going to go Lambeau Leap because really if you're going to give justification to jump around, you would want to specify jump around at University of Wisconsin. I know it's all across college football now. But I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go Lambo leap. I'm not super encouraged by how this played out with that because I'm still kind of stuck on the wizard. I think I I missed a real opportunity there. Yeah. Because I could have, if I had thought of it, I could have had him and still Jim Edmonds could have left the Marcelo Zuna one off. So not my strongest effort, but I'll go Lambo leap to, to round out my draft. I think still a pretty good team. We'll see how the votes decided. Now I'm even more happy that I took the free throw line dunk for Michael Jordan because I think it screwed up your entire ordering. Like you decided, oh, hmm. I have to get the space, I have to get the Space Jam one. But the uh, honest, honestly, objectively, those dunks are going to be seen exactly the same by the people. I, th- I, think. I think that's like po- there, it's, it's possible. Gonna, it's going to happen. So then I can take the Mizzou, and then you uh, had to go Cardinals after that. I. I really think I'd. But I, I think I well. needed the Michael Jordan Space Jam dunk. A, because my team takes on like a comedic value stance because mine's from a movie that everybody kind of likes in sports fandom. And the Ozuna thing is kind of funny. So, like, I have a, a nice little niche there that I'm building into. Mizzou from the Big 12 to the SEC would have been my pick for sure if I didn't also get the Michael Jordan one. So, that's true. But I think what will cost me, if anything, in this vote on, and, and we, we will put the polls up at KTGR Big Show on Twitter, it'll be the fact that you have Ozzie Smith and I don't, if I do lose. But I think because Jim Edmonds is in like a specific moment in time for a, a really good memory for a lot of Cardinals people who are on Twitter, yeah. I might that might help me out. We'll have to see. It's going to be close. 875-KTGR, you can call or text in with any leaps that we missed uh, we'll uh, we'll get to some uh, some texts there because there are some interesting ones to uh, to get to. Uh, but a live local sports center up next, and uh, we'll get to some of those texts about other sports leaps that could be uh, memorable that maybe we left off uh, from this draft. All here on the Big Show. You are listening to the Big Show podcast on KTGR.com. All right, our leap day draft, our best sports leaps draft is uh, live now at uh, KTGR Big Show on Twitter. You can go and vote for my team or Brendan's team in the best sports leaps draft. We'll have until this time tomorrow to vote. Just about. You getting Mizzou and Ozzie Smith could be tough. I, I, I about... seriously, I don't want to no, I don't I to my own horn too much. I like my team, but, but you you did well. You know, we're we're gonna see. I went, I doubled up on Cardinals. You, but you also got Bo Jackson in there, a memorable Royals moment. I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see how the votes play out. I do think, though, I one way I could have gone with it is I could have said the leap for Dennis Gates's Mizzou team in his first year, but I don't know if that hits as hard right now because they're yeah. struggling in the second year. Well, here are some so, other ones. Uh, we got some good ones from our texter, actually. 875-KTGR, Greg texting in. Best leap, Montana's touchdown pass to a leaping oh, yeah. Clark coming uh, across back of the end zone. Yeah, the catch, right? Good call. Good That's call. a good leap in sports history. I really like this one from Jason. How about the Chiefs leap in 2017 from 27-10 to 10 to draft Patrick Mahomes? 
over trading up one. in the draft. Trade that up. Should've, that that would have. If either of us had landed that, we would have. That would have. That's a good it, one. Yeah, it's a very good one. So uh, th- there's others out there too. There, I picked the Bo Jackson wall run because it's it. It, it was just a mind-boggling sort of moment that nobody expected, and of course the Royals that uh, happened while he was in their uniform. But uh, there's another. There could be several Bo Jackson leaps that you could pick from. The leap in, uh, I believe it was what '82 against Alabama, where he went over the top to get that touchdown for Auburn. Oh, sure. That, that's a memorable college football moment. I mean, you could maybe go into uh, the lore of Bo Jackson if you've seen the documentary on him, and they just people describe him. Standing in a swimming pool, jumping out of the water and onto uh, the, the the grounds out of the pool. That could be another leap. Maybe a little harder to put on this list. But no, I think that would have worked. If he, that's but another it's a, leap. You know, niche, but also for those who know about it, it would have been a right. great. The Mahomes one is the one I'm regretting now. That and uh, the Wizard. Yeah. Like, I think if we were going to say, like, a Mount Rushmore for the purposes of this show, you pick one of the Michael Jordans, and I won't argue with you about which one. You, you take a Michael Jordan dunk, you take Ozzie Smith, you take Patrick Mahomes move up, and you take the Big 12 to the SEC leap for Mizzou. I think that's the Mount Rushmore, and you've, you've got more of those than I do. So that's where we're going we're gonna to see how this plays out. I'm still going to fight to the finish on this vote total, but, you, yeah, I think you did okay. We'll see. Uh, again, go vote at KTGR Big Show on Twitter for your favorite team and the best sports leaps draft and we'll uh most likely have the results by around 5:45 tomorrow. All right, th- this was interesting. So unnamedsportsbook.com, we love them, right? They do uh, good, they do do good work most of the time. They do pretty most good of the work. time. Okay. Well, we'll unnamedsportsbook.com. I guess we'll uh, we'll see how you feel about their work for this. They came out with the Heisman odds today for next year. And uh, you know, there's a couple of Mizzou players on there, of course. Okay, how far do I have to go to find the first Mizzou player? How okay. far down? How far down? Yeah. Well, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, twenty players down. Are you joking? I mean, is, is it Brady Cook or Luther on that that first? Brady odds Cook board? has the best odds out of all Mizzou players at how? plus plus six thousand. Just to give a reference. I almost want you to name them this time because I'm mad. Name them all? No, name the sports book. <laughs> oh, name the sports book. Well, it's one of the it's the biggest one. I'll say that uh, in Vegas. Uh, people who know, okay, uh, it's the biggest one in Vegas. Okay. So, uh, so they came out with Carson Beck and Quinn Ewers are tied for the best odds. Okay. For the Heisman at plus seven hundred, but it's probably largely quarterbacks. I would have to think there are like twenty quarterbacks first. Like okay. It's, it's almost exclusively quarterbacks until you get down to Travis Hunter, who has exactly, actually the same odds as Brady Cook at plus 6,000. Okay, and is Luther on this list? Luther, Luther is not far behind at plus 10,000. Okay, I think that's great value. So, I mean, but you're talking about wide receivers here. Uh-huh. I guess they've listed Travis Hunter as an athlete on here. Yeah, so he he's plays a, both He's ways, a wide receiver. So. Also, so he has better odds than Luther Burden. But other than that, Luther is tied with, who is he tied with? Evan Stewart of Oregon for the best odds as far as pure wide receiver. They don't play anywhere else. I think that's right. I think that is fair. And and I'm not even going to argue the Travis Hunter part because, again, he could end a season with eight interceptions and a dozen touchdown catches. Like, 
if he plays a full healthy season, yeah. that's a that's within the range of outcomes for him. So I'm I'm not even going to argue that one. Luther Burden is toward the top of the list, tied for the one-way wide receivers with the the most probable odds, and everybody else is just quarterback happy because we don't really know. Like every year in September, we see quarterbacks emerge where we go. I didn't know that guy had that in his bag. And suddenly we're talking about him as an NFL draft prospect. So, you know, I would have Brady Cook probably a little higher than 20th or so among the quarterbacks. But, well, you what's, know. what's interesting is that there's repeats from teams because it, people don't know who their starters are going to be. So there's two right. USC quarterbacks listed ahead of Brady Cook. There's two Oregon, Dylan Gabriel is ahead of him. And I believe there's another Oregon quarterback that's ahead of him that maybe could win the job. I don't know. Dante They're making Moore. things up. That's fine. I, uh, I, I found it interesting that Arch Manning has the same odds as uh, as Luther Burden at plus ten thousand. <laughs> like, I don't even yeah. know how you come up with that. I, I guess you're betting on an injury. No, here's what it is: you're just trying to take people's money because there's not a world in yeah. which Arch Manning is going to win the Heisman. He's not going to take the job from Quinn Ewers. Like it's just not going to take place. If Ewers is healthy, he's going to be the starter. Like there's no way Quinn Ewers would have stayed at Texas if that were in his mind, a threat yeah. at all to happen this year. I, whatever. Well, Arch Manning is going to be a, a topic for the coming years once he does play college football. But the fact that he hasn't, he's not really playing yet and is already kind of garnering that, I get why. I get He's got a last name, so I get it. But I, I think Quinn Ewers is right to be toward the top of that board, as you said he was. And I think this also won't be indicative of, like, as we were talking about EA Sports ratings or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah. of this. I. I think Brady Cook will be higher than maybe this list indicates mm-hmm. uh, because there, but there are a lot of, it's very interesting. The number of sec quarterbacks that are on this list that we know almost nothing about, like the Tennessee uh, guy who was a true freshman last well, year. And is he going played to be well. Now. He played well in the bowl game. I forget the kid's name, but uh, he played really well in the bowl game. Yeah, that's his name. Well, I'm a believer as well. I think he's probably going to be pretty good for them. Okay. Like that pun, but yeah, I, yeah, we don't really, it's that way, and that's what's so fun about the beginning of the year in the SEC is because, like, the stuff we think we know, we often don't. And as we 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 get those data points each week, we assimilate. But um, Brady Cook will show people. I have all the faith in the world that he's going to show some people. And I mean, it, it's a quarterback award, so he he should be ahead of Luther Burden in this sense. But I don't think you just discount. Luther Burden entirely, like you know, Theo Weiss before, is the right? reason. Theo Weiss is the reason that Luther can't win the Heisman because he's going to catch yeah, a bunch of touchdowns lot. too yeah. and make make Brady the candidate. Hey, and it's fine, man. As long as Mizzou's in that mix, that'd be a pretty nice thing to see next year. A lot of hope for 2024. Thanks for joining us today. Again, go and vote at KTGR Big Show on Twitter for our best sports leaps draft. We'll be back tomorrow at four o'clock. And tune in for Mizzou Women's Basketball tonight at 645. He's Brendan. I'm Andy. We're done for now.